The fourth quarter's over, and all the fans in the stadium have left. It's time to put away your jerseys and take off your cleats as you listen to Sports Unpacked, the only podcast where you can unwind from the buzz of game day. All right, all right, and welcome back to episode four of Sports Unpacked Podcast. Uh, like I say every night, or not every night, but every time. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what the Sports Unpacked Podcast is, this is just a chill podcast that we do after our sports pack show which is why we name it sports unpacked we got uh, the three musketeers tonight uh we got me ryan and brendan yes so it's just gonna be us three tonight and we're just gonna talk about some coaching hires for the nfl uh what do you like what do you don't like and even just some other hires that may not be head coaching positions so i will start with ryan this time so ryan just tell us a little bit about what your coach is what team you went to and how do you like it i have i have chosen the denver broncos choosing nathaniel hackett to take over as head coach if you don't know uh hackett was the packers offensive coordinator from 2019 to this recent year and it's i think it's a good hire right they the packers ran a good offense it was mainly just you know the aaron Rodgers, devontae adams show but you give the guy some weapons like Jerry Judy, mm-hmm. uh, Noah Fant, stuff like that, Melvin Gordon, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have a good offense. It's a young team, very explosive, stuff like that. Also, could be a lure to get Aaron Rodgers to Denver? Maybe. I could see uh, it. I could see that. Obviously, the OC is the reason why he oh, – uh, he's part of the reason why Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs, yeah. obviously. And so, I think if – because everyone is pretty much is pretty sure that Denver's going to go quarterback in the draft. Mm-hmm. So I think getting a young quarterback with that system, it'll work. Right. And if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, um, I've seen multiple – articles that say they're looking at like can you pick it um, it's not a bad pick it's not a bad pick um who else i mean you have matt corral i think i, would with, I think if it's, i think i think if it's hackett's choice he's gonna want someone like rogers yeah and i think the, the person who's most like rogers in this yeah. draft is Pickett. Pickett, yeah well i mean you can also do things like desmond uh ritter because ritter uh you know you get that little mobile desmond ritter is probably one of the most uh, mobile quarterbacks. I think the other one from Liberty. Malik Willis. Malik yeah. Willis, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do like it. I do like Denver's defense. They do have a nice defense. Obviously, you know, once Von Miller left, that's a very yeah. big shoes to fill. They still but, got Chubb, who's really good. You know, they right. got some pieces on defense, Sertan, that look like they're going to be, you know, all pro players yeah, in the next Sertan. couple of years. Yeah, Patrick Sertan does look like he is going to be a good player. But you know, obviously this is all just speculation, so yeah. you never really know. But, yeah, anything else? Uh, uh, no. I think it's a good hire overall. Yeah. I give it a, gr- a grade of, uh, I'll give a B minus. B minus? Yeah. Brennan? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I got to shout out what, in my opinion, is an A-plus hire, and that's Brian Dable to the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Now, he was the Bills' offensive coordinator for the last four seasons, and I'm going to read you some of Josh Allen's stats. So Josh Allen's first two seasons under Brian Dable, 56% completion percentage, 30 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. That's two seasons, not very good. The last two seasons for Josh Allen when he became a superstar, 73 touchdowns, 25 interceptions, 66% completion percentage in two seasons. I mean, that's up there with Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers for the best in the NFL. Now, Daniel Jones is very turnover prone. You know, he's got fumbleitis, but he's got legs and he's got an arm. 
kind of like Josh Allen. So I feel like Brian Dable looked at his body, looked at his size, looked at his arm, looked at his abilities, and thinks even though, you know, Daniel Jones is not going to be the next Josh Allen, he can still be a top 15, maybe top 10 at his peak type of quarterback that can get get the Giants deep in the playoffs, which they haven't been since Eli Manning. So I think this is a perfect hire because Brian Dable knows exactly what to get out of Daniel Jones and how to help him reach his potential because they have not had the right coaching staff around Daniel Jones for that to happen. Yeah, and my thing is, I I agree with you. Uh, there's a couple of points that I want to point out though. With Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, Danny Danny Dimes. No matter how many nicknames we give him, <laughs> he's not a good quarterback. He's, I won't say he's not a good quarterback. He's I'll just very average. Daniel Jones is literally Eli Manning 2.0, just average. He makes some throws when he has to. He doesn't make some throws. And the only thing is. No matter what coach you do, I feel like it's going to take a very special coach to come in and change an organization like the New York Giants, which have been ever since, when was their Super Bowl? 2010? That was the last one? 2011. 2011. Yeah. Yeah, 2011. Ever since that last Super Bowl, they have just been, not even a laughing stock, they've just been so, like, bottom feeder. That organization... I feel like they're just something from the top down. They're just not a very well-run organization. Okay, I agree there, but I have to put a little bit more respect on Daniel Jones' name because the last three seasons, he's played three seasons in the NFL. He has 45 touchdowns, 29 picks. That's a lot like Josh Allen's first two seasons before he got a coach like Brian Dable. That's number one. Right. Number two, he has legs. I mean, he has 1,000 rushing yards even in three seasons. So he has the wheels to make things happen. I think Brian Dable knows that because we've seen Josh Allen. I mean, his legs have gone to the next level the last two years. And Daniel Jones is at that age now where Brian Dable can come in, establish a similar offense and try to get the most out of them. Now, mm-hmm. like I'm saying, Dano Jones, probably not going to be an all pro player, probably not going to be a pro bowler, but if he can give, get you 25, 26 touchdowns, 11, 12 picks, 4,000 yards, some good rushing yards. I think that's a quarterback that can lead the giants to the playoffs. And like I said, to be able to compete with other teams that have quarterbacks that can, you know, put up similar stats. Yeah. But Daniel Jones at, at a certain point, you're going to need your quarterback to be like your quarterback needs to have some, some it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Your, your quarterback needs to take over a game like a Peyton Manning, a Aaron Rodgers, a, a Russell Wilson, a, a okay. Patrick Mahomes. Get you, get you uh, in field goal range in 13 seconds type Joe Burrow. type type thing. Joe Burrow, Daniel Jones. Even when he was at Duke, whenever you see that Daniel Jones just never gives me an it factor. I'm still shocked by that pick, even years later. Exactly, they they just it doesn't. Like Daniel Jones doesn't pop out, and I and I get that, um, and I and I get what you're saying, Brennan. Like, yeah, he'll get you your 25. Maybe one year he'll have 35 touchdowns. Maybe uh, he'll only do throw five interceptions, things like that. But when you're in a Super Bowl, and it's it's like third, it's third and ten, and it's the fourth quarter, and it's the fourth quarter, and or not even a Super Bowl, a playoff game, mm-hmm. and it's like third, third and ten, third and long. And Daniel Jones needs you to make that one throw. And you need Daniel Jones to make that one throw. Are you really trusting Daniel Jones with the fate of your season? Not right now. Exactly. But people would have said the same exact thing about Josh Allen before they got Brian Dable. So why I think it's the best hire is because you see someone with his skill set. You need a coach like Dable who was able to make Josh Allen a superstar. Mm -hmm. And Daniel Jones, I mean, you spent a very high draft pick on him, you know, front of the first round. So you want to bring in the best coach for his abilities. And I just feel like Dable is that guy. Right. And... 
and I do like Dayable, but it's just you need Saquon. The, the biggest other thing is Saquon. Can, yeah. stay, can, can Saquon stay healthy? Because that's his whole thing. He's, he's great when he's healthy. He has a couple highlight plays a game, but is he ever – can he stay healthy? Like one, one full season? I don't even know the last time he's played a full season. Yeah, I mean, drafting him in fantasy two years ago. I still won the championship, <laughs> funnily enough, but it was honestly the worst mistake because I drafted him second overall, and he got hurt in the third season, torn ACL, was out. Last year, you know, when he was healthy, he was pretty ineffective, wasn't right. really himself, doesn't have the yards per carry he used to. It's just not the same Saquon anymore, unfortunately. And their receivers, you might know this better than me. I don't know who all their receivers are for the Giants. Well, they got but, Kenny Galladay. I mean, yeah. he didn't do much last year. He's hurt, you know. They got uh, Kadarius Tony out of Florida. He can yeah. be a threat. He's you know, they have, they have, yeah, they they have injury issues, but they have the talent there. I feel like if they grab one more out of this draft, mm-hmm. I feel like they could be set. So, this, so yeah. hang, real quick, I'm looking at the New York Giants step chart according to ESPN. Sterling Shepard. Kadarius Tony, Evan Ingram at tight end, John Ross, Dante Pitts, and then some other backups. Evan Ingram might be they saving grace. I, in Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony, John Ross, and Dante Pettis, I, all are questionable at the end of the season. You cannot have that if you want to succeed in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. It's your boy Mason, and you're listening to Sports Pack. Blows by Primo. Attack. Oh! The place where you can find and listen to for all your sports updates. Dinwiddie missed it. Oh, Dodgers! A grown man's jam on the follow. Mesmerizing. Tune in to Sports Pack every Monday, Thursday at six, only on the Will Sports Network. He's a good coach. I just think he has, like, like um, he's walking into a burning building. That's what I think he's doing. Cause like. Like I said, I don't think the Giants are a very well-run. It's that whole, it's that community meme of Donald yeah. Glover coming back into the apartment. Everything's on fire. Right. Everyone's yeah. Donald home. Glover walking in with the pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like everything's on fire. So my coach, oh Josh McDaniels, New England faithful. That's uh, and he's going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if you want to talk about a dumpster fire, that is a dumpster fire. Vegas. Um, because Vegas is the city of sin. Um, and mm-hmm. on a real note, there's been a lot. There's been a lot of stuff stuff happening with Vegas players and everything, and that's real. Walking into a burning building, I do like Josh Josh McDaniels. He, if you don't know, Josh McDaniels has been the longtime offensive coordinator uh, for the New England Patriots. Almost ten years. Almost ten years. So, um, yeah, the reason why Tom Brady was digging and dunking, yeah, that was Josh McDaniels, <laughs> and. I don't know if I think Josh McDaniels has a good offensive mind, but Tom Brady and Derek Carr are two very, very, very different quarterbacks. Different quarterbacks. Yeah, that's true. And Derek Carr is a type of quarterback who Derek Carr thrives when you when he's throwing the ball down the field. Um, I don't know. I think there was a stat from I guess last season where it said when Derek Carr was like two hundred fifty plus yards or something like he. Uh, he had a winning record, and when yeah. he didn't do that many yards, he had a losing record. So here's the thing about the Raiders to think about. This past season, with all the Gruden drama, with right. all that, they still made the playoffs. They did. They were still a very competitive team to the end, and if you look at it this way, Josh McDaniels in 14 seasons with New England, 13 of those, he had a top-eight scoring offense. Mm-hmm. 
So he never had the best position players. I mean, obviously, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, Brady had some receivers, but they didn't have, I mean, they had Randy Moss for a couple years, but right. they didn't have, you know, what Peyton Manning necessarily had at receiver in his career. They Bill Belichick, that's not really the way he, you know, operated. And besides right. Randy Belichick Moss, he would defensive. always, yeah. yeah, exactly. He'd get a guy that's an old lacrosse player, make him a potential Hall of Famer. <laughs> but for yeah. Josh McDaniels to have such consistent success, and even this past season with Mac Jones, because my man Mac Jones had a great season, and Josh McDaniels was a big part of that. I feel like he's matured since that, you know, terrible Denver stint. Mm-hmm. I feel like being 14 years with Bill Belichick, he's going to take that into this job. And I feel like the Raiders are going to be set up really well for next year because making the playoffs through all that drama this year was incredibly impressive. Well, yeah. So what he's walking into is obviously he has Derek Carr at quarterback. I'm looking at the depth chart right now. Okay. He has Derek Carr at quarterback. Marcus Mariota is your second string. <laughs> he yes. might be on the move, potentially. Marcus Mariota been on the move since he got to the league. So. <laughs> Uh, you got Josh Jacobs at running back, which I do like. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a really good running back. Uh, you have Hunter Renfro, and then you have Deshaun Jackson. Don't like that because Deshaun Jackson is old. And Zay Jones and Brian Edwards, obviously, your, your number one quarter, I mean, your number one wide receiver is no longer on the team for reasons. Um, yeah. He's playing with the longest yard league right now. Stop basically, it. Basically, he's uh, he's in there with Terry Crews and all them. Uh <laughs> Um, and then obviously you have uh, for defense, you know, you got uh, KJ Wright, uh, you got Max Crosby, Quentin Jefferson, Jonathan Hankins. They have a good team. They do. It's just can they get that metaphorical Muju off their back from last season? Because Muju? Muju. Mojo? Mojo. Mojo Jojo. But uh, <laughs> it's just. That's the, having everything happen because it was like that Raiders season. It was something from week to week. Something yeah. new was coming out from Las Vegas, which y'all knew what y'all was doing when y'all put a city in uh-huh. Las Vegas. But a team in Las that's, Vegas. That's a uh, that's that's besides the point. But like I said, I think Josh McDaniels is a very good offensive coach, and he has the weapons to work with. So I think he'll do good. But you also have to remember what conference or division he's in as well. He's got to deal with the Chargers. It's a very tough He's got to deal with the Broncos, and he's got to deal with the Chiefs. So that's not just a, a division where, you know, he can have a couple yeah. of feel-good, feel-through seasons because you're going to get whooped if in that division. And he took advantage of that New England. I exactly. mean, Miami, the Jets, they were not good. That's the Bills a were a joke for years. lopsided division yeah. since Tom Brady has been to the league. So you never know. But hopefully all these uh, hires turn out well. You are now listening to Sports Pack on the Wolf Sports Network, your one and only place for all your sports needs. From high school to the pros, we have all your sports updates. The whole tank for Tua season. Yeah. Where we all thought it was a joke. But apparently it's real. Yeah, it was real. Make sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday at 6. You won't want to miss it. Okay, real quick. I just want to go over some some hires that aren't head coaches, but hires that you like. And I know, Brennan, you re- you really had one that you wanted to talk about, so I'm going to kick it off to you. Brian Flores is a Pittsburgh Steeler linebackers coach, and I'm super excited about it. I mean, the opportunity to get a great defensive-minded head coach 
in your locker room as a defensive assistant and a linebackers coach. He's going to help call the defense because we got a new D.C., Terrell Austin. He's been Mike Tomlin's senior assistant for a long time, the cornerbacks coach. He's a great D.C. I feel like he's going to fit in really well. Um, Kept that one in-house, but I feel like getting Brian Flores is such a big deal because he's going to bring that outsider's perspective, a little bit of a fresh perspective. He's going to help call plays, and I feel like he's going to help a lot with our linebackers' development because Devin Bush, coming off the knee injury, was not the same last year. And, he, you know, he had some goofy tweets. He was kind of a little bit out there, kind of a couple A-B-isms, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, you know, he'll be able to come in because Brian Flores is a big-time no-nonsense guy. And Devin Bush is incredibly talented. He just needs a coach like that to come in and get him to that Pro Bowl level, which I believe he can reach. So I think it's the best non-head coaching hire by far. Getting a coach that had two winning seasons in a row in as a linebackers coach is such a huge win. It's honestly something I'm accustomed to seeing from my you know, Alabama Crimson Tide, Nick Saban getting a guy in as an analyst or getting a guy in as a position coach. It's a former NFL head coach. Right. So it's just a great hire by Mike Tomlin, great hire by the right. Rooney. I would say I'm just really happy that Brian Flores got another opportunity to coach yeah. in the NFL because obviously after the lawsuit that he put on there, um, it, it would have been real easy to make him a scapegoat and for, to make him a martyr and for him to never have a head yeah. coaching job. And it kind of speaks to the state of the NFL saying that the only team with a black head coach is the only team that actually hired Brian Flores. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, sure. But, you know, obviously you got to take your, 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 your wins and your losses at some point. But, no, I really do think Brian Flores can uh, do some – do some real good with the Steelers in that. Do some that, damage with those linebackers, some, yeah, hopefully. In that, in that uh, environment. All right, Ryan, you got anything? I. It's not just one coach for mine. It's an entire organization, essentially. Uh, the Chicago Bears pretty much getting into everything. <laughs> yeah. They got a new GM. They got a new head coach, new OC, new DC, mm-hmm. new special teams coordinator. It's, it needed to happen, right? They needed to put everybody, figuratively, of course, into the fire and mm-hmm. get them out. Yeah. Get them out. And the bringing in uh, Matt, I'm gonna butcher his last name, Eberflus. 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 Eh, it's fine. All right. And then Ryan Poles is the new general manager. Mm-hmm. And then we got Luke Getze, who is the former uh, Packers QB coach and passing game coordinator. Which, if you know the Packers, they pass the bar pretty well. Yeah. And they need that in Chicago. Well, and yeah, because uh, Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, yeah. as he once said. I so. still own y'all. <laughs> Uh, Alan Williams is a new DC who was the former Colts DB coach, DB safety coach. You know the Colts at all? They got good DBs. Yeah, they have a good roster in general. Very yeah. deep, very solid. Now, yeah. I don't know about that quarterback, but no. Uh, well, they're gonna have a new one now. I mean, they've already said they're getting rid of Wentz. Carson so. two ankles. Carson paper mache Wentz. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then they got 49 ers special teams coordinator Richard Richard Hightower. So, mm. eh, that's that's kind of a whatever hire. Special teams are always kind of whatever. Right. But I like the OC and the DC picks. That was a clear the deck. Yeah, that this, was this a, was a Chicago clear the deck was season. A, so Nagy was the problem, and so was everybody else. <laughs> and it honestly went on way too long, the whole Nagy experiment. <laughs> the experiment. Yeah, the that experiment. was an experiment. That was, that was torture for the fans. I'll Failure. Tell you that. If, um, they were, if they were teams in Illinois, other than the Bears, who were saying, fire Nagy at their games, you did something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, as I said, that is all the time we have for you tonight. So we just went over the NFL coaching, new hires, head coaches, and other positions. Or you just threw away a whole organization and brought in new people like the Chicago Bears. But like I said, this has been the Sports Unpacked Podcast. I am your host, Miles. I'm Ryan. I'm Brendan. And we will catch you next time. So everybody have a good night. Peace.